0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Crunch Time podcast. So I can hear the party all the way from Miami. The old 72 Dolphins team gets to celebrate again because no one is unbeaten. But because of that, there is some controversy, especially in this room, on who is the best team in the NFL right now. We're 10 weeks through the season. Week 11 starts tonight. But before that starts, we're going to start with Rodrigo.
1: I think the best team in the NFL is the Baltimore Ravens. I just look at the overall talent on that roster. It is tremendous. Their defense was a point of concern early in the season, and they have seemed to kind of fix that. Marcus Peters has been a huge addition, obviously, Two pick sixes in three weeks. Lamar Jackson is playing out of his mind. That O-line is very, very good. And the weapons around Lamar Jackson are overall also very good. Obviously, Marquise Brown is an electric deep threat. Willie Sneed is always solid. The tight ends are both good blocking and receiving. And Mark Ingram is a very good running back in this league. And obviously, They have the secret weapon, RG3, on the triple Heisman option. So I just think this team has two very impressive wins as well against the previously undefeated Patriots and against the Seahawks in Seattle, which is a team that just beat the previously undefeated Niners. So I think the Ravens have the best, one of the best overall rosters, and they have beaten the best teams, therefore they are the best team.
2: I'm taking the 49ers. Although they lost yesterday to the Seahawks, I think even though they lost, there is no way the Seahawks should have deserved that win. They got outplayed by the 49ers, and the game boiled down to the 49ers missing a field goal with a kicker that they signed six days before the game. A rookie, From Houston, you know, lived and played there, and ends up in the biggest moment of his career, and he laid an egg. He could not execute the field goal that I believe they could have made with Robbie Gold, which would have sealed the game.
3: Okay, I think the Ravens are an excellent football team. For all the reasons you mentioned, they have a great, I think they have the strength of schedule in terms of looking at a couple of big wins for them. But I still think the New England Patriots, until proven otherwise, are the best team. The Ravens and don't is, have
2: the experience.
3: This is the thing. And you can say, hey, the Ravens, they pulled out a huge win against them uh, a couple weeks ago. But as we know, the regular season does not matter when you're facing the Patriots in the playoffs. And I think what playing the Ravens did is it gave Belichick film, and it gave Belichick a look at Lamar Jackson. And if you, if Belichick is able... To force Lamar, probably a, play, a big playoff matchup, uh, kind of a preview of a playoff matchup, I think if Belichick is able to throw, uh, force Lamar to throw the ball rather than get, uh, like, uh, let him run the ball as he absolutely torched them that game, then the Patriots can come out. I think one of the criticisms of the Patriots right now is their offense. And it, of course, has not been that good to start the season, but I think if you watch that game against the Ravens, you saw Tom Brady could still come out and throw the ball. There was a couple of really beautiful throws that he made, and I think the addition of Sanu, and after having a bye week to really implement him in the offense, their offense is going to be much better, and I think their defense is the best in the league.
2: I would definitely agree. I think no one can beat the Patriots in the playoffs. I think, like Jack said, Belichick's getting his film. Belichick is known to play the team. The first time he plays the team in the regular season, he plays the team straight up. He plays the team, says, can my guys beat your guys, plays their normal schedule, plays their normal game plan, and in the playoffs, Belichick will take away your best player on offense. He will force you to He will force you to make that player's strength into his biggest weakness. He will send blitzes, contain the QB, have a spy constantly in the game to make sure Lamar Jackson is throwing the ball. I do not think Lamar Jackson can come through with with his team if he gets clamped. I think they could even play a loose zone and have a possible open receiver – But Lamar will need to fit it in very tight slots. And I think Belichick will take away Lamar Jackson in the playoffs. And there's no way for the Baltimore Ravens
1: to beat I completely disagree about the Patriots. I think you look at this Patriots team, who have they beat? They beat the Browns, okay? They beat the Dolphins. They beat the Jets with Sam Seagos Darnold a couple times, okay? This Patriots team has played nobody. Their defense is overrated. They The defense was phenomenal against the bad teams. And then when they played against the Ravens, completely fell apart. Their offense, now without Josh Gordon, has no deep threat. Everything has to be short passes. Their running game has not produced. And that Ravens game, they only lost by 17 points. But they should have lost by a lot more. Because throughout that first quarter... The Ravens dominated the game, and it took two fumbles by the Ravens to get the Patriots back in the game, and even then, they still lost by 17 points. I think this Patriots team has way too many weaknesses. I think Brady has aged a lot, and he is just not the same
4: player he once was. There are two best teams in football. You know what's the most important part of football? The run game you got to pound rock the rock to open up the lane the so Niners. that you can throw it. The, Niners. the 49ers are the best team in the NFC. They have the best fullback, one of the best O-line. They that. have a trio of running backs that can run the ball all over you. They have power back. They have elusive back. They can catch it out of the backfield. They can run the ball down your throat. And, and then when you stack playoffs. the box, you they throw it over the top, and boom, touchdowns. The Texans, they have... Two of the best tackles in the game, especially some of the best young tackles in the game. Their running back, Carlos Hyde, is one of the top powerbacks. He's really rejuvenated his career. Duke Johnson is a great running back and can catch the ball out of the backfield. And then when you stack the box against them, what do they do? They have Will Fuller to go deep. They have Kenny Stills, who can run any route and catch everything. And then they have DeAndre Hopkins, who you got to double cover him. And even when you do... He still catches the ball. So that's why the Texans and 49ers are two of the best teams in the NFL.
0: So I will agree with you when you say the 49ers. I think they still should be unbeaten if not for that field goal, um, which was basically all – they basically lost that game because of an unfortunate a- uh, injury to a kicker, which you do not see very often. I think the Niners, especially when they have George Kittle back going into the playoffs, I feel like they'll win enough games to make the playoffs without George Kittle back going into the playoffs. It was
2: a three-point game against the Seahawks without their star player, George Kittle.
0: Yes, I think um, once they have Kittle back, they now have Juszczyk back, a lot of running backs. I think they're a great team. They're coached by a very good coach. Um, And Jimmy G was an understudy of Tom Brady. He is basically being an early career Brady. He is being not much more than a game manager but he's doing his job as a game manager. The Niners have one of the best run defenses in the league, a great pass rush anchored by the one and only Bosa. And, yeah, I think they are the best team in the league, and should their record should show it if not for a fluke loss. I, think I don't think that, it
2: was a fluke I loss. I think that Shanahan is the best coach in the NFL oh besides goodness. Bill Belichick. I think okay. them two are neck and neck an offensive genius and a defensive genius i think
1: shanahan coaches his team oh the- well, I, I think dis- shanahan coaches his team to 28 to 3 i completely disagree with that obviously what has shanahan done in the nfl he's won eight games in a row like the bengals three years ago won eight games in a row to start the season and that seahawks loss that wasn't a fluke If we're going to talk about a fluke To to, to tie the game at the end of regulation, Jimmy Garoppolo throws two passes right into the hands of K.J. Wright and Bobby Wagner, and they just drop the ball. Midway through the fourth quarter, when Russell Wilson fumbles, it's a clear face mask. Russell Wilson does not have Tyler Lockett for all of overtime. This game was not a fluke. The Seahawks in the second half, completely dominated the game. If not for that face mask call, then this game would have been a blowout. At the end of the – like, the thing is, Jimmy Garoppolo is not a franchise quarterback. He choked in that game. He made several throws that should have been intercepted. Obviously, one throw that was intercepted, he cannot carry his team to victory. And this 49ers team, if we're going to criticize the Ravens for not having the experience to play against the Patriots, the 49ers definitely don't have the experience. They are one of the youngest teams in the league. I completely disagree about the Niners. You look at their schedule, they've beaten the Panthers with Kyle Allen as their quarterback, and they've beaten the Rams, who now are... Floundering and probably won't even make the playoffs. So I just think the 49ers and the Patriots, their records may be good, but if you really look at what's going on, they are not that good. Rodrigo,
0: you're wrong, and here's why. You are complaining about calls, you're complaining about referees, and you are complaining about injuries. You want me to complain about an injury? In the first quarter, or the first half, or maybe early in the second quarter, the number one receiver on the San Francisco 49ers going into that game. Emmanuel Sanders gets injured. Jimmy G didn't have him for the whole game. Yes. You want to complain about you overtime? I
1: will complain about the whole you, game. You can complain about all you want. What so I'm can saying you. is if you're going to make the excuse for the field goal, I can make lots of other excuses that didn't go the Seahawks way. At the end of the game, the Hawks went into san francisco and pulled out a victory that field goal kicker we can criticize him all we want at the end of the day he made three extra points and one clutch kick to send the game into overtime okay you if you're if we're gonna make excuses about the kicker you can make excuses in every football game okay just because the kicker missed a field goal which a 48 yard field goal is no gimme in the nfl Plus, he was iced, so there's that that extra pressure. You can't make excuses. At the end of the day, the Seahawks won that game.
0: Yes, that is true. At the end of the day, the Seahawks also got the ball first in overtime, threw an interception, nearly choked up the game, which the best teams in the league don't do. The best so team- I can understand you saying that this win wasn't a fluke, and it might have been, it might not have been. I think it was, you think it wasn't agree to disagree. The Seahawks are not the best team in the league. I never and, said they were. And nor are the Ravens, for that matter, because your proof on that was, oh, well, they beat a team which beat a team. Using that, you can say, oh, well, the Dolphins beat the Jets, who beat the Cowboys, who beat the Eagles, yada, 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 who beat who beat teams who beat the Chiefs and the Patriots and the Ravens and all those other great teams. So that is just
1: invalid. I think the Ravens, they're young,
0: but they don't have the experience. So are the 49ers.
1: The 49ers are also – the 49ers have less experience. That Ravens that Ravens team, they have a head coach who's actually won a Super Bowl. Their free safety, Earl Thomas, has won a Super Bowl. Their O-line, Marshall Yanda, he has won a Super Bowl. Mark Ingram has been on multiple playoff teams. The 49ers are one of the youngest teams in the league. Their entire D-line is around 25. Their only experienced player is Richard Sherman. So if we're going to downgrade the Ravens because they don't have experience, the 49ers have even less experience. Okay,
0: so would you say that a, a better team in a football game would win? Yes. Then no, if n- the, Ravens, the Ravens played the Niners, who would win? The Ravens. The Niners.
1: Absolutely the Ravens. The, where is the game? Neutral okay. site. Neutral site. The, the Ravens went into Seattle and beat the Seahawks. By a big margin, okay? The Seahawks went into San Francisco and beat the 49ers. All we know right now is that 49ers have a nice young defense and they can sometimes run the ball. All we also know is that the Ravens just beat the Patriots and they just beat the team who beat the Niners. Who beat, who beat, who beat. You can tie that all back
0: to the Dolphins, who are very clearly... The worst team in the league. Or the Jets. were very clearly one of the worst teams in the league. Your who beat, who beat, who beat, who beat thing just does not
1: work. It does. Find, it, find another proof. It does. Fine. It doesn't. This Ravens team has the number one offense and a resurgent defense. Okay? Their defense is starting to come back into the elite in the league. Their defense has playmakers on every position last year they were the number one defense they lost a few positions in a struggle but now they seem to be fine your argument for the 49ers has been run game i got news for you the run game doesn't win super bowls in the nfl anymore that's just a fact
0: okay well the patriots run game actually did win two super bowls very recently I'd say the run game with James White won them the Super Bowl in overtime. No, that was all Tom Brady. What do you mean? What do I? What do you mean, what do I mean? They couldn't stop James White, so that's when they loaded the box. Brady is, is a good true. enough quarterback. Brady is a very good quarterback. I do not want to take anything that away Super from him. Bowl was all Brady but he is a good that. enough quarterback that when a receiver is open, he can put the ball on him. And when their coverage is good and not great, he can put the ball on the receiver. You can't have great coverage when you're stacking the box. Here's the deal. It doesn't work like that.
1: We we can criticize Tom Brady all we want now because he's not not, the same player, but that Super Bowl, you are so wrong about that. That Super Bowl was all Brady. James White did not run all over the field. He had two touchdowns and two two two-point conversions, which means he was converting down in the red zone. But that Super Bowl was all Brady. The next Super Bowl, Nick Foles and Tom Brady combined for some of the most passing yards in Super Bowl history. And this past Super Bowl, the running game was able to do nothing for both the Rams— and the Patriots. Sony Michel did absolutely nothing. Todd Gurley was shut down. CJ Anderson was shut down. So no, this is a passing league. It has been a passing league for the past decade, and it will continue to be a passing league as the game continues to evolve because people like to see passing more than they do rushing.
0: Well, that's where you're wrong the game is going back to its running roots because now everyone is trying to stop the pass game. When that happens, the box opens up. That's when you run the football. It is going to become a cycle where it goes run heavy, pass heavy, run heavy, pass heavy. We are transitioning back into run heavy. That's why running will win this Super Bowl. I think if it's not the Patriots, which I think right now they're not the best team, but in the playoffs they very well will be. It will be the Niners because of their run game. So we will go right into our prediction segment now. Our first game that we are predicting today is Ravens-Texans, and we will start with J.W.
4: I think this one has two of the most explosive quarterbacks in the NFL today. Two very good young quarterbacks. But I think with the veteran, older and wiser, Deshaun Watson, and coming off the bye week, he will be the Baltimore Ravens? Um, I like. I think
3: this is obviously a game between two of the top teams in the AFC. I think I'm going to take Texans on this because I do like Deshaun Watson a little bit better than Lamar Jackson. But Lamar Jackson has been amazing this year, probably uh, it's a runner-up for MVP. So I think it will be very close. It might be a shootout. I really like uh, the Texans' offense right now, but I don't like their defense as much. So I think this will be a close game.
1: I think I agree with you. I think it will be a very close game. This is a battle between two teams that have strengths that go against each other. The Texans' run defense is one of the best in the league, and the Ravens' rush offense is also one of the best in the league. So I think they will kind of neutralize each other. I don't like the Texans' secondary at all, and I think the Ravens have overall a better roster than the Texans do. However, I agree with both Jack and JW that I trust Deshaun more than Lamar so far just because of Deshaun's throwing ability. But because this game is in Baltimore, I think I have to give the Ravens a, a small edge in this one by a, maybe a field goal.
2: As much as I want the Texans to win, I think there's no one that has been able to stop Lamar Jackson and the Ravens offense, especially Lamar Jackson using his legs. And I think even the best defense in the league and the Patriots could not stop their offense. It was it was crazy. And the Ravens offense stopped the Patriots, which seemed like a very good offense. And I think no one is gonna beat the Ravens at home this year. So I will give them that. But also like Rodrigo said, I do think it'll be a close game coming down to the kicker, which Baltimore has the best in the league. So they will win.
0: So I think you have to because the what you said Rodrigo, the strengths of each team, the run defense and the run game kind of negate each other. You have to look at the secondary. Both teams, they're eh. The Texans they bolstered at the beginning of the year after a a uh, mental mistake, whatever you want to call it, um, against the Saints. They've bolstered it a bit, but it's not looking great. And on the Ravens' side, they trade away Marcus Peters. Traded for Marcus Peters. Traded for him. yes, yes, and there's is look, it's on the up and up, but it's also not one of the best in the league. Um, I think Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson are both similar in that although they can run, they like to be pocket passers. And although you might not think Lamar Jackson is a pocket passer, about three-fourths of his attempts come from the pocket. And so I think that because of that, Deshaun Watson has the edge because he is the better pocket passer. But I really can't not go with the Ravens run game, so I'm going to agree with Rodrigo and Caden and say Ravens by three. And our next game, now we're going to college football, a Big 12 showdown. The top two teams of the Big 12 right now are the undefeated Baylor going up against the 8-1 and one Oklahoma Sooners. We'll start again with
4: JW. I think that this one is a big game for Oklahoma if they want to make it to the playoffs, and so I think they're going to show up. Jalen Hurts is one of the best quarterbacks in college football, super dynamic. And he's going to put some moves on the Baylor defense, and that's why I think OU wins, and they can keep this up, maybe make the playoffs. Well,
3: I like Oklahoma in this one by quite a bit, actually. I think this is going to be – I think most people think this is, might be a close game, but I think Oklahoma is the much better team. I think Baylor has played a very, very weak schedule. Of course, they've been a good, they've been able to finish off games. The TCU game last week, I think – Uh, So I had some people saying, hey, this team can actually play because they went uh, toe to toe with a TCU team who had beaten upset Texas the week before. And they were able to pull that one out in OT. But I just don't think Baylor is that good. Um, I think they played uh, uh, West Virginia. They only beat 17-14, who is not a good team. And we look at Rice, a terrible team. I don't know if they have a win this year. They almost lost. It was a close game, 21-13. So I just don't think
1: Baylor is that good of a team. I would have to agree. You look at Oklahoma, their only loss this year was really a fluke and it was by a very narrow margin. Of course, Jalen Hurts led a comeback at the end of the game, which didn't succeed. But nevertheless, I just look at these two rosters and Oklahoma is much superior to that of Baylor. I don't think Baylor should be ranked too high. That being said, I do not like that Oklahoma defense at all. So I think this game will be a shootout in typical Big 12 fashion. There will be a ton of points scored, but I just think Oklahoma's overall the better team. They have Jalen Hurts, who is a very, very good college quarterback. So I think Oklahoma will win in a very high-scoring game.
2: I just don't think Baylor is that good of a team. As much as I want them to beat Oklahoma and hopefully – Make it to the playoffs. I just, I just can't see them winning. They just aren't a very good team. They've scraped out some close victories on some very bad teams, and they've proven they can beat some people. Yes, they're nine and zero, but who have they played? This is going to be the week that we're going to see can Baylor play and can Baylor make the playoffs.
0: And can you ask who have they beat? Um, they've really only played one top twenty five team, and they've been ranked. 25th. You look at that, You don't. I don't see Baylor's strength of schedule. They're not winning games against bad teams by a lot. They're not doing what a team like Oklahoma or Texas would do to West Virginia. They're beating them 14-17 on some West Virginia mistakes, actually. I think Baylor has been just skirting by, being good enough to get it done. But I think they have their first real test. And I will liken it to a real test. When you're coasting and then you haven't studied and then you get a big test, you don't do well on it. Baylor will not do well on this test because they haven't studied. They haven't played any good teams. They're not good. They don't have the academic ability. They don't have the football ability. They're not good enough to be Oklahoma. Oklahoma's just a more talented team. And that is why they will win. I will say, I think everybody's in agreement that Baylor is probably going to get run
3: out off the field. But... I think if they do show up and they do and they do happen to beat Oklahoma, then they are in real serious contention for a playoff spot. And they haven't been that good since RG three was there. That would be it. Would be a monumental win for the program. I think really coming back off of uh, firing our brows and that whole scandal. So this is a huge weekend for Baylor in the, and uh, the football program in the future.
0: Um, yeah, that will wrap up our prediction segment. Make sure to follow the Instagram listen all the way through. Yeah. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Crunch Time Podcast. Signing off for now and saying goodbye, I'm Jack Ringgold.